This is Real Talk with Coach Valerie Malone, your source of empowering ideas and actionable strategies for life, business, and leadership. Join your host, Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker on a journey to unlocking your true potential. Today, my special guest is Nicole. Nicole, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, Valerie. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. So you are a spiritual life coach. Yes, I am. In your own word, tell us what exactly that is. So I'm a spiritual life coach, and by spiritual, I seek to understand the relationship between us as humans and the universe. So. I love to use astrology when I'm working with my clients. I love to look at their human design chart and I can explain further what that exactly is if you want. But yes. um, I really work with codependence and empaths because it's something that resonates close to my heart as it's something that um, I went through in my own personal life. So I connect with them, but it's very interesting because as I've noticed my clients who gravitate towards me are ones who've had almost identical experiences. So it's really cool how they get placed into my life that way so we're definitely going to talk about that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that is so interesting and amazing um you also work with the chakras and shadow work right yes yeah some yes, of the I stuff do. that work, you do i do yep so i work with the chakras which are the different energy centers of the body and it um tells us how we kind of operate in different forms and shadow work, which takes us back to the unseen, unconscious side of ourselves that sometimes we rather not acknowledge um, aspects of ourselves that may be repressed. So that's the best form of healing, in my opinion, is to become aware of who we are as a whole, not just who we want to be or who we construct as our perfect self. Oh, I'm guilty of that. Absolutely. I used, I used to be <laughs> like that, but it took me a long time. Yes, I think everybody has that, which is why we have you yeah. over here. So um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. The way I do this interviews is that I um, divide it to two sections. One is that I will ask you about your entrepreneurial journey and, cool. you know, all of that stuff. And the other one is actually your, uh, you know, expertise of, you know, what you do and how people can get some benefit from um working with you. So, um, and the reason we're doing this because we have a lot of our listeners are like uh, entrepreneurs, women that are trying or thinking about opening their own business or, um, you know, scaling up their business or changing their niche or they have a job and they're like, they're not happy, but they're like, they don't know where to go and what to do. So sure. we're going to talk about that a little bit because I know you had experience. Um, don't ask me that because I, I'm, I'm a dinosaur age and I had like so much experience. <laughs> I can go on and on and on, but um, what made great, you, though. I know, what made you decide to become a spiritual life coach? Yeah, so um, from a very early age, I always had the ability to, you know, sense energies. I felt, you know, more than than others. I was very receptive to the energies around me, and I kind of over time repressed that side of myself because when you tell people that you're into kind of the more, you know, occult side of things, it's not always accepted. So I was like, okay, this is kind of, you know, odd. Let me just 
be what I feel society thinks is normal. So I went to school and I became a dental hygienist mm-hmm. and um, I did that for a while. And I always knew I had um, a way with people, people gravitated towards me. They would just kind of tell me their whole life story. And I became a, you know, part-time life coach therapist in my own <laughs> dental office. Okay. And um, I really changed the lives of people. And so I was looking for a deeper meaning of what my life really was you know, meant to be. And at a young age, I'm only 28. I am wise beyond my years as I feel. And um, I was like, what is the meaning of life? You know, what am I meant to do? You know, I'm on, you know, looking at jobs online, just trying to find out what's my purpose. And I went back to what I always knew, which was astrology and trying to learn about who I truly was. And through some of the struggles that I went through in relationships and different areas of life that now I've understood as part of my journey, um, I decided that I had people who were telling me as jokes, you should be a life coach, you should be a life coach. And I'm like, holy crap, I've been searching all this time. And within me this whole time, I've been getting little signals from the universe that, hey, this is what you should be doing. So I took it upon myself to really just self-teach myself and use all of my insights and the knowledge that I've gained over this short amount of years mm-hmm. that some people take a whole lifetime to learn. And I've decided to, you know, dedicate my life to helping others and teaching them about who they are so they can better heal and become the best versions of themselves. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I love that you said the life coach, uh, people were telling you life coach. So I have a little story when, yeah. when I became a coach, um, it was so funny. Uh, people used to, uh, used to ask me, what do you do? And I would be like, I'm a coach. And they would be like, oh, that's nice. You know, because <laughs> they don't, they didn't know what it was. It was like, yeah. it was, they had a very, uh, uh, they didn't have much knowledge because normally coaches are um, described as an athletic coaches, right? It's easy for people. Right. To understand. So, um, and when, I, when you say to people life coach and they're like, oh, what is that? So I'm like, it's very self-explanatory life right. coach. What a coach do? <laughs> Teach you things. Okay? Teach you about life. <laughs> about life. <laughs> things that are you're missing. So I'm glad right. that you mentioned that because a lot of people uh, think they don't, they don't, they're not familiar with the term of life coach. They heard of it. Now, the good news really? is that after pandemic, and I'm sure you agree with me, after pandemic, a lot of people reflect on themselves. They sat at home, some people that were sitting home and it was like, okay, they realized that what am I doing? Or some people that are working too much, they sat home and said, oh my God, now that I have time to reflect on myself. So the word life coach is actually becoming more and more popular and actually using it on some movies and shows, which I'm so glad because for those of you are listening and if you don't know what life coach is life coach is not a therapist is not a psychiatrist just going to say that you yes. words. yep mm-hmm. yeah so life coach is a luxury of having a person next to you to see your blind spot and tap Absolutely. make you realize to tap to your own potential Mm-hmm. to better your life and hold you accountable and with you every step of the way that you're taking the road to whatever area of your life that you wanted to be successful. Yeah, I absolutely love the way you describe that. I tell my clients, I said, listen, I'm not here to tell you what's wrong with you. I'm not here to tell you that you're messed up and you need medication to become happy again. That's not my right. job. My right. job is to guide you and teach you and show you exactly what you said, where the blind spots are and you know, what's yeah. missing. And from there, I think they become a lot more comfortable with saying, right. hey, I'm working with a coach versus therapist. Nothing against therapists, we need them. But it's just, it's a more friendlier way of introducing, you know, guidance. 
I think therapists, when people say you need a therapy or you have to go, especially for the young generation, for teenager now, is it the word is kind of translate that you have a problem. Sure. Go see therapists automatically. Everybody just automatically think. And also it goes to your record of, you know, you've been seeing therapists or psychiatrists versus sure. life coach. You don't have to have a problem. Life coach is completely and utterly luxury that you want to en enhance a, a part of your life that you feel that is not going your way and you're hiring somebody yep. that can help you with that area. So I'm glad you said that because a lot of people, let's just clear that up first. <laughs> and, and, yeah, let's clear that up. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that therapists work a lot with just the mind and how the mind's operating, but right. you know, I really try to teach them how to use their mind, but also their energy system and their spirit because you know, disease gets processed in the body, right? Right, right, So, right. you know, you have to work with the energy centers. You can't, you have to move the body. Otherwise, energy gets stuck and it doesn't like that. So right. that's why I think it's it's awesome what I'm using and teaching the chakras too. Absolutely, absolutely. So during, when you decided, when you left your job and you started your entrepreneurial journey, um, did you feel from the beginning that, okay, this is my calling, this is what I'm going to do, which is you were very confident about that, but at the same time, nervous and, and went through some obstacle that you kind of were like, ah, oh, I didn't know it would be this way. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I will say one of the greatest things you can do for yourself is get a little bit uncomfortable. And uh, coming from someone who loves to be comfortable um, that's a bold statement for me, but what I've learned is I was getting nowhere staying in the same job, trying to become happier and trying to, you know, figure out, okay, how can I do my coaching? And so, you know, I'm very you know, lucky to have a very supportive partner, but one morning I woke up and I said, I cannot do this. This job is putting me in a low vibrational frequency. It's just, it's starting to show on the outside, especially the inside. So I quit my job and I said, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but this is, we're going with this. And from there, when I did that, doors opened for me and it was like, okay, this is what we we're asking you to do. And so I will say, you know, it can be extremely scary, but the more positive you think, the more positive your thoughts are, the better. And that's not to say that life doesn't throw you, you know, situations, but use those as learning experiences, use those to help, you know, guide others towards you know, what can they do to be more successful in their business? So, you know, it has not been easy and I'm just starting, you know, as well. So I don't have tons and tons of experience, but, and I'm still learning from others. I would say a great piece of advice is reach out to your community, you know, right. get involved in local communities and other women who are like-minded or men who are like-minded and have gone through this and work with them. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's how you learn. So. Mm. Amazing. Yes, you're right. You're right. And, and I'm glad that you said that you, you, you're starting this and, and these are some of the stuff that you learned. And I'm sure we're always going to learn. And no matter what stage of your business right. you are, you're always going to learn. But one of the most important part people have to remember, for those of you who are listening and if you're thinking that opening your own business and you're scared, so first of all, just do it. That's, that's just do it. Don't be scared. Don't be thinking yeah. about it. Don't take too much energy to think about it and worry about it, how or what. Just do it. But yeah. my advice for those people would be to know that you will fail yeah. know that know that i think if you go with that mentality it's much easier because if you don't you're a winner and if you do guess what you were already prepared for it because you know you're right. gonna fail but get up dust yourself and keep going yeah failure just means hey that what that didn't work so there's right. an opportunity to try this again and you learn that way and without failure you don't have growth exactly you, know? exactly. you just don't so just doing it, you know, 
you can get caught up in the thoughts of well, what if this happens and what if this happens and the only thing right. we can control is the present moment we don't know what's even going to happen in an hour right? right we can have a uh you know we can have a lunch scheduled with a friend but 30 minutes from now something can change right. and the past we can't change that either because there was no such thing as the past there was actually only the present we we're only right. in the present moment in the past so just be in the moment make that decision and ride the wave and trust that you know you will figure it out girl you are wise <laughs> definitely definitely yes um so let's go to your clients who are your clients what what type of people come to you so i will say um before i describe the people that come to me when i was first starting out i wanted to help everybody right i'm like right. how do i just pick like you know a niche how do i niche down like i want to help everyone Right. And my recommendation is you can't help everybody. So right. niche down because you'll actually have greater success that way. Um, so my clients are codependents and empaths and codependency we see so much. And it's not just codependent relationship. You can be codependent on a job, on, you know, a friend. So, you know, it's really understanding what codependency is. And empaths are people who are, you know, really feel the emotions of others on a more intense level. So a lot of the times until they learn how to use their gifts, they can really hate those gifts because they, they can take on other people's emotions versus just learning to take them in uh -huh. and be there to process. So um, I decided to niche down to that because it was something that I went through in my own personal life, like I described earlier. Right. But my clients that come to me, you know, even if they don't say, hey, I'm struggling with codependency or hey, I'm an empath, what I've noticed is the people who book these calls, they will describe situations like, hey, I'm going through this. I need to work through this. And I'm like, that is insane. It was just like the same exact thing I went through. So it's like they're coming to me and I already have the tools to help them. Right. And it's really why I believed I went through failures and ups and downs and this and that because I can read a textbook on hey how can I heal a codependent person right I can open a book right, right right but if I can open a book and understand it but if I can also come from a place of hey I've experienced this so hey I can be there and help you because I have real life experience that's a whole other level of helping and guiding so those are my clients I emphasize on that so much, so much. Yeah. Like what you said, you can read a book, uh, but unless you have been through it, you don't know how that feels like. Right, you know, it's totally different. Book, totally different book is for intelligent, for research purposes, for understanding it, that's all good and everything. But there's a lot of things that we don't know. We read it and then the next day we get up in our life and go and think, things right. that you have been through stays with you and haunts you, you know? So I think one of your successes that, like you said, you've been through it. And my success mm -hmm. is that I've been through it. So when, when, I, when a coach comes into me and say, hey, well, I wanted to open my own business, I know exactly what stage of mind you are. I know how you feel. I know exactly right. how you feel. I know what you have tried. I know you, what you haven't tried. So that is that education is priceless. Priceless, right? It's yeah. priceless experience. You can't buy it. No, it's, it's, it's definitely. So one of the requirements, um, if you're looking for a life coach or spiritual coach or any kind of coach, should be the one that have you been through that particular yeah scenario? how do they resonate with you exactly. you know your body will give you that like yes this is for me or this no learning how to trust that instinct and that gut feeling is something i teach too because your body will guide you to the right person and i'm telling you if you feel like something's off or it just doesn't resonate don't pick that person just because you feel like they were recommended by someone or right you know wait wait till you truly feel in your heart that they resonate with you and can really empathize 
Yeah, so, yeah. Because yeah. before people used to be like, um, you know, want to get something just because it was recommended or because it was referred or anything like that. But now sure. people have a lot of knowledge and they know that they're like, okay, I want to see if we can actually connect. We can actually, you know, understand each other and and make it feel comfortable to work with somebody. And that could be anybody. It don't matter what industry you are. Right. I think so it's so important, important to greater to, success that way too. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So if I listen to, if, if, if I'm having, you know, waiting in a, in a, in a, in a mall and you're in the line and I'm talking to you um, and you're telling me you're a spiritual coach, why should I hire you? What, what, what gets you to the point that you're going to tell me that Edison, I can help you with? What are the, some signs that you see on people? So I have to say, um, learning about how different people operate and learning about, you know, my unique way of operating is I, I very rarely, um, and this won't work for everybody, but I very rarely say, hey, I can help you. What okay. I notice is that the people who need my help, there's a natural energy about me that gravitates them towards me. And okay. what I do is I don't really offer my help um, right away if they don't ask for it first, because okay. I have noticed that that actually repels people. Okay. So my strategy is more, you know, wait for them to invite themselves on me. And I've noticed that that works because they sense this helper energy to me. Mm. And so people, I've, I've, I mean, you say shopping malls, I swear. I've been in the line at Starbucks and the lady behind me, you know, oh, hi. And all of a sudden I'm, she's telling me about how she's getting divorced and this whole thing. And I'm like, you know, in the past, I'm like, how is this, how does this like lead to this? But now right. I've realized it's just, it's just that magnetic energy. And so from there, I offer them like, Hey, this went on in my life. Let me describe how I, you know, navigated this. And then I lead into the, well, I'm a coach and here's how I work okay. with clients. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it works for me. Some people have to kind of go out there and like grab it, but I've just noticed it kind of comes to me. And then I wait for that invite to feel that it's right in my heart to help for the person. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's say the people that are listening to you right now and they feel like, okay, Codependent, you said that, and and and, and part of this this business is obviously, as you can understand, a lot of people are not aware that that because they don't yeah. know, because they don't know, and and that can be in any area of their life, right? yeah. relationship, health, career, money. Sometime, I would say eighty percent of the time, we're not aware. We're so used to it; it's becoming our norm. Okay, Absolutely. we get up every day and do something. Twenty other person that are saying that, okay, I'm aware of it, but then they put themselves less and put everybody first, and they don't think as it's yeah. as important to put themselves first and take care of themselves. But if I'm listening to you right now, what are some signs that I have to be aware of, um, kind of like realize to know that I need a spiritual coach to work with me? So I will say one of the things that you can ask yourself and that will lead you to working with a spiritual coach in general is, is there something more that I can be learning about myself? Is there a question or is there something in my life that is missing a part of me that I still want to learn more about? Um, because what I'm really doing is guiding you back to who you truly are. And so many of us are either, you know, stuck in a job that we hate, but we just are like, I don't know what my purpose is. I'm 60 or I'm 60. So I'm too old. There's just nothing else for me. Right. Or um, I'm 20, you know, man, everyone's saying I have my whole life ahead. I'm silly for thinking this way. And so we tell ourselves these lies and these stories because age truly is just, you know, a number anyway. So I would say, you know, I have to say anybody and everybody can benefit from a spiritual life coach because I don't care how much you think that you've learned about yourself. There's always even more. And the true journey of self-discovery is the true journey of loving yourself to the fullest. 
You right, cannot right. fully love another until you truly love who you are. And as a society, the way that social media is and the way that we are just so pressured to be someone else has truly kind of damaged a lot of, um, you know, our ego and the ego wants to be comfortable. So the ego doesn't want to realize that, hey, we're in pain. So it kind of blocks it out. So it's really getting to that subconscious level, which takes working with a coach and someone who's, you know, um, understands what it is to get to that subconscious level to really get some of those demons and those things that are working against you out of you. And that's where shadow work comes in. It's acknowledging those parts of yourself. Because if I meet you, Valerie, I'm not going to say, hey, my name is Nicole. It's nice to meet you. Um, I have anger issues. You know, I'm not going to say that right, because it's right. undesirable. But right. we all have parts of ourselves that you know, need to be worked through. So I would say anybody who wants to learn more about themselves could benefit from a spiritual life coach. It's safe to say that now these days, after especially after <laughs> pandemic, a lot of people are talking about self-care and self-love and self-growth. Okay. Yeah. So honestly, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that looks like and what that feels like. Sure. You hear it. Do you hear people's opinion? It's love yourself be connected with yourself more, but they like the idea, but they don't know how. Yeah. What exactly that looks like for every individual, not as a whole together, right? Tell me if sure. you agree on this with me. Because self-care is like, okay, I got my hair done, I got my nails done, I'm taking a bathtub, I'm, I'm doing all that, that's all good and everything, but there's mm -hmm. more deeper uh, uh, layers to that uh, soul of you, to that uh, uh, your own true self, that needs to be recognized in order to love yourself, in order to, you know, put the self-care priority or in order to, you know, grow as a person and be open-minded and that work on that growth, right? I completely agree with you. Yeah, uh, self-care, you know, we all have things that we love to do for ourselves, but, you know, getting your nails done, getting your hairs, hair done if you're a woman, um, you know, or a man, um, you know, that creates that external side of us that feels good, right? right? We have all the stuff on our external surface that's good, but the internal side, it's like, okay, well, getting your hair done feels really good in that moment, but afterwards, does do you feel good about it? You know, two days from now? No, you, that starts to fade. And so external validation really is something that feels good temporarily, but it's the internal side that really gives that self-love and learning about who you are. And I think what it looks like to some could be, you know, walking in a restaurant and, you know, just being this big confident person who flips their hair all around and the loudest in the room. And usually that's the furthest thing from confidence. If we have to kind of prove ourselves and just go out of our way to make sure we're there and we're known, that's really not self self-confidence. If you ask me self-confidence, you don't have to prove anything. You're so comfortable within your skin that you can just sit there and just exist and right. be in the present. And so that's what self-confidence looks like to me. And self-love is, hey, let me take the time to learn who I am. Not just take care of myself on the outside, but who I am on the inside and take care of myself that way. Yeah, learn about, learning about you, a true self of who you are. And you're not like everybody else. You're just unique on your own Everyone's way. Different. Yeah. And I'm sure that you have a clients that can have the same exact idea coming to you and saying that Nicole I have problem and or or I have difficulty in my relationship I don't know I don't like to use the word problem because nobody has yeah. a problem you know I, yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. yeah mm -hmm. so um but the diagnose of that is not the same to you because every individual no. has their own personality and that's why you work differently because what 
work for somebody does not work for other person. Hundred percent. You could come to me and say, "Hey, I'm having, um, I'm having, you know, trouble in my relationship," and they could be, you know, both women, both dealing with, you know, man or husband, whatever. And um, but it looks different because those two people don't behave the same. They don't have the same, you know, background. We're all different. I mean, there's not a single person that's like you, which is one reason you should just completely love yourself because there's no one else like you. But um, that's why I love to look into people's human design charts and astrology, all those things, because it tells us and guides us to what our unique purpose is. How can we respond in, in situations? How do we best react? It, it really gives us insight to who we are, because I can't give the same advice to you know everybody. Right. It's so different. And that's the benefit of working on a personal level with me. You know, you can right. listen to my guidance and my videos, but you get a whole other level of healing when I can really understand who you are by reading and feeling your energy and understanding your birth chart. So, yeah, no, it's so interesting because I was, I, I saw this video on TikTok and I, this woman was like speaking about uh, uh, self-love, self-care and all of that, which was so amazing. Seems to me, people love the idea of mm -hmm. self-love, love the idea of self-care, love the idea of self-growth. But when it comes to actuality, unfortunately, we still have, we still in that stage of like, it's not as important as, you know, decorating your house, buying a new car, getting a nice purse, oh, yeah. you know, going to the gym, losing a weight, uh, and all of that stuff, which is so external. And we're wrapped so up by this is social media and the society expectation and all of that stuff. So if, Everybody that if you talk about self-love, oh yeah, that's amazing. But are you doing something? What What is there that you're doing to improve that self-love and self-care? Are you working with somebody? No, that's a lot of money. And stuff. But you're spending $7, $8 per cup on, on, on a Starbucks, $300 a month. Or if we add up, if we go it's to that true. number. So my question to you would be, what is the mis one misconception when it comes to spiritual coach or any coach people have told you? What is this? What's that's one thing that people misunderstand? I think um, I think a big thing is actually what you were just mentioning. A lot of people, um, and if this is answering your question correctly, is that it's going to cost a lot of money and it's going to take a long time to figure out what's going on with them or to heal. And you know, I can't put a time on how long it takes because we're all so different. But I will say, you know, the journey of truly loving yourself. Yes, it's a lot harder than going out and getting a cup of coffee and you go in the gym because it takes a lot of healing. It's a lot of tears. It's a lot of emotions. It's emotions that people don't want to feel. We truly don't. We, I mean, we don't want to feel and, you know, feel those past memories of things that's really hurt us. It's why we repress things. Mm. Um, so I think a big misconception is that if they work with me though, that they will heal right away or because they were their friend worked with me and they you know started to feel better in a month that they'll feel better in a month and after a month i can completely heal them and all's good uh -huh. and i tell them it's, it's an everyday practice i still do all of my meditation i still do all my things because society uh -huh. will easily let you slip right back into that trap uh -huh. um so you have to continue every day working on yourself and you know setting setting you know aside time to really take care of, of you and that's hard because you know we're moms and you know we're we're wives and we're bosses and employees and all these things that require our attention too 
Mm. But, you know, money as well, it's just an energetic exchange. You know, it's just, it flows. So when you, when you're putting investment and time into yourself, I, I can promise you the money will find its way to Back you to, to you, be right? able to, yes, it will. Yeah, it is. Yeah. When you say, I don't have this, I don't have this, you're in the state of lack. And when you put out into the universe that I lack this, I lack money, I lack confidence it's going to get reflected right back onto you. Mm. So the success of all of your, your bank account, the success of all these things really has to do with the confidence that you have in yourself. Right. So. Right. And I think I, I encourage people to like, and this is what I do uh, this, this podcast. And we talk about this a lot because I, I want to encourage people to like really sit down and have an honest conversation within yourself, you know, mm -hmm. really, really, really sit down. Get rid of all this because, 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 okay? Get rid of that denial thing that, okay, if I should have, could have, would have, I would have, this, this, Yeah, you, you really, can. yeah, because I got to tell you, Nicole, my story of, I learned all of this stuff. I uh, did all of that by age of 15, not by choice because of the obstacle and because of the trauma, because of everything mm -hmm. that I've been through. If I tell you my story, that's going to be the whole thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but really be honest with yourself, people. Just sit down, take some time, and then Love go it. through your emotions. And then uh, stop fixing. And I, you know what? I, one thing that I want to people say, yes, I'm working on it. If you would have alone working on it, you would have already done it. Yeah, it yeah, would have been done, yes. You would have done it. You would have taken care of it. You would have done it. You can't do it alone. So stop fooling no. yourself. Stop fooling yourself saying that, yeah, I love self-care. I love self-love. I love to be this. I love to do that. I love to do that. But okay, tomorrow I'm going to work on it. Or the next week I'm going to work on it. Or the next month I'm going to work on it. it or because of this. Yeah. There's then, no tomorrow necessarily, right? Literally. There's no next week. You have to start now because it just, it, you know, otherwise you're just putting it off to literally. tomorrow that might not be there. And yeah. people hate when I say that. Well, there's no tomorrow promise, but it's just the truth. This and truth. it's yeah, it's the truth. And that's why we have to, we have to really be in the moment. So, and make a decision in the moment and say, you know what? God damn it. I need help. Yeah. I don't know where to start, where to finish. It's no shame to ask for help. Invest on yourself, invest on yourself. Stop saying, I don't have money or stop thinking that you're not important. If you want right. to make people happy, if you want to make everybody else around yourself happy, it's very important to invest on yourself and say, okay, I'm going to hire a spiritual coach to go through this with me and yeah. then, you know, do all that. Yeah, I'm just a friend at the end of the day, right? That's here right. with a little bit of experience um, guiding you. And, you know, emotions, when we keep them repressed, what happens over time? Even the nicest person ends up just like busting out and just like in anger because you can't. I mean, emotions are energy, right? And right. energy needs to flow through the body. Just like, you know, our bodies are made of primarily water. Right, and that's right, why right, right. we operate so much with, you know, the moon cycles and the waves and the same thing. We have like waves inside of our body that go. And so we got to keep them, keep them flowing. You know, they right. don't like to be still. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love it. That they, they really should. They really should. And this is why we promote, you know, and bring amazing people like yourself and this yeah. uh, thing to, for people to realize that what it is to be happy, what it is to be happy, yeah. what it is to put yourself first. And I, I'm advocate for that all the time. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. So now let's talk about your work now, chakra work. For people that don't know what chakra work is, what is it? So the chakras are, um, we have more than seven chakras, but for the you know, purposes of this conversation and what most people talk about and deal with are the seven different energy centers of the body. And when you think of the energy centers, if you picture them like a little wheel that's, that's kind of spinning with energetic flow, 
they go, they start all the way down to the bottom of where your feet are and they continue all the way up through the head. And okay. the different uh, chakras give, you know, energy to different areas of our body. And it can actually, you know, when they're not balanced, they can be overabundant, overactive with energy, or they can be very low on energy. And we really want to stabilize these chakras. And I'll give you one example for me. Um, one of mine that was blocked was my sacral, and that's kind of between your pelvis area. It rules your sexuality, your creativity, um, the reproductive system and organs. And um, that develops around the age of eight. So if we were mm -hmm. kids and we witnessed, you know, maybe we had to take on roles of an adult, the kid, and we had to be, you know, we, it's how you relate um, to different people in your life and relationships. So codependency typically starts and forms from an underdeveloped sacral chakra, in my opinion. And what I noticed in my personal life was when I was having terrible, you know, menstruation cramps, um, they thought I had endometriosis and I was never diagnosed because I didn't have the surgery. But when I started to kind of cultivate that self-love for myself, I started to balance those energy centers and feel more accepting of love, more accepting of, you know, yeah, love, I guess you would say, is when I actually started to have those symptoms ease. And a lot of my cramps that kind of resonated from that blocked sacral chakra subsided. And uh, a really cool story, I had a patient of mine in dental, um, my dental school, um, she was having trouble getting pregnant. And this was when I was also interested in the chakras, but before I was a life coach. And I said, well, how deserving do you feel of right. this baby? How deserving do you feel of this love? And she was actually, you know, one of the most self-conscious people in her own words that she told me. And when I kind of sent her some information on the sacral chakra and how to balance it, how to kind of close your eyes and put your um, hands on your pelvis and really feel deserving of love and to stop saying, oh my God, I can't get pregnant. I can't, I can't, I can't. Because that's telling yourself you're not capable. You can't get pregnant. Um, when she really started balancing that, started to feel deserving, she was pregnant within two months. Wow. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying that I can create babies for everybody, <laughs> you know, do these things, but, I, but it's it magic. Works. It, it, it works. Why do you think most men have heart attacks? Because a lot of times men have trouble opening up their heart. So they block it. Right. And it's a blockage. And then women, we have like over giving hearts. A lot of the times we're the ones who are like overabundant with energy, which manifest wow. into what breast cancer, because right. cancer is a proliferation of too much. Right, so right. that's where you get like the narcissism and the codependency, you know, too much love, too little. So it's very, very, uh, very interesting. So I love working with those and balancing them for people. Very deep, very deep. Oh yeah. Very <laughs> deep. I went there. <laughs> yeah. So out of curiosity, how many chakras are there? I know the seven ones that are very typical people, people are familiar with the seven chakra, but how many altogether are there? There's like, there's hundreds. They're all throughout the body. So, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, okay. they're, they're just like, they're all, I mean, your hands, your arms, all these different places. So, but the seven main ones that main we ones are on. Yeah. yeah. Well, from people are mostly familiar with the seven that that's and, why. Yeah. And with what I work with too, because I'm not gonna be like, all right, you guys, it's time we get to our, you know, hundredth chakra today. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, what the heck is going on? Right. So, right. One at a time. But yeah. One at a time. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly you will, you, you'll know what chakra to work on based on their conversation, based on the behavior, based on the, all the uh, things that they do. You can pinpoint where it's lacking. Great. Yeah, because um, a lot of times they want to work with, you know, they want to get to the, the crown, right, which is like spiritual enlightenment. They want to be all the way at the top. And I'm like, well, we can't get there. We have to balance the lower three, the foundation chakras, to be able to move up, right? Right. So, 
that's good. Um, yeah. So what is a shadow work? So shadow work, if you think of it, when you're walking on the street, right? And right. we all have a shadow that's casted. No one pays attention to that shadow. We just, it's, it's there, but no one acknowledges it. So it's kind of the same thing with the shadow self. It's that unseen, unacknowledged, unconscious part of ourself that we've repressed and that we rather not acknowledge. So it goes unseen. And usually it comes out in the form of projections. So, you know, we, let's say we're driving down the road and we're like, oh, this person, I hate driving. They cut me off. And we get really mad about that. A lot of times if we look at ourselves, we can say, wait, but do I cut people off? Right. Maybe that's why it's bothering me so much because it's a shadow self that's coming out. Or, you know, if you're at work and you're like, why does this person never help? They never take out the trash. You never do this. Well, ask yourself, was I that person at one point in my life? Did I not help? Was I not a team player? So a lot of the times our biggest, like, projections, our biggest frustrations are shadows that are trying to come up to be healed. And um, so that could be, you know, shadows of past traumas or, you know, you know, different things like rape, like hard topics to talk about that we right. really just try to say, it doesn't matter. It's not my life anymore. Mm. Um, I really try to unravel that and bring it up because true healing comes from healing those things that are the most difficult because then we can truly accept who we are and accept that, hey, this was our life. How can I learn from them? How can I say this is me and become a better person and understand that all of us have, you know, different forms of emotions, you know, anger, all these things. But what's the gift within those emotions? Because there's a gift with them all. Um, yeah. You know, some people might say, well, I'm needy right? I'm a needy right. person. And, and no one likes to be called that. But what's the gift of being needy? Well, the gift of being needy is the ability and the capacity to need others. And that's a beautiful thing. So right. how can we take that and use it correctly? So right. So it's safe to say shadow work is almost like a looking at your reflection in the mirror, or looking at yourself yeah. in the mirror, and realizing it that um, well, I'm gossip. Uh, like some, why is this person gossiping too much? Oh shit, I used to do that. Or like, yeah. why is this person is like, you know, uh, this thing? When we pinpoint other people's problem, somehow we used to deal with that, had it, or doing it now, or yeah. So Sometimes those things keep popping up in our life, yeah, because it's actually like, hey, these are things that you need to heal within yourself. So I'm going to put things in your life that are going to frustrate you, that are actually things that are just like you. And so when we can really look at these situations and say, holy crap, these are a lot of reflections getting mirrored back to me of things I need to work on. It's really an eye opener. And right. we can actually have compassion for others that way and say, you know what? I used to do this. So they're not a bad person. There's just something in their life that's going on that's making them behave this way. Right. Realization of like, mm -hmm. I used to be like that and make it more compassion. Right. Definitely. And also once you do the shadow work, um, I have a little bit of knowledge about that. Not that's to your point, um, you attract people, similar people to your life. So a lot oh, yeah. of time you let go of the people and you say to yourself, huh, I used to be friends with this person or I used to know this person for a long time and not anymore. It's not because you're bad or she's bad or he's bad. It's just that right. your energy changes and you get rid of, the, you work with those shadows that would work with the yeah. feeling that you have. So now you're attracting new people, right? Am I correct? Yeah, you're in Absolutely. Your energy changes, um, the, the way you feel about yourself, because really the people who are around us are a direct reflection of how we feel about ourselves, right? Okay. So, and, and, and that's a really hard thing for people to hear too, because I say, well, stop worrying about what other people are tell, you know, doing or stop worrying about like what the other people say about you. Look at yourself, you know, or stop blaming others because at the end of the day, we can't blame anyone for our problems. We have to say, well, what am I doing in this situation right now that's either making it worse or that's not making me happy? Because we all have free will. 
They don't have the ability and it's not as easy for some, you know, I'm not here to make it sound like it's just, it's easy, but taking accountability for yourself, you know, really helps with the healing process. But yeah, you're right. When our energy shifts, people fall out of our lives because we have people that are put into our lives for, for a specific purpose of teaching us something, teaching us something. And when that lesson has been taught, then they fade. It's just like a bus. You know, when we're taking a trip on a bus, some people, it's their destination to get off on that bus. Other people are meant for a further ride. Right. And some people get on, some people get off. And so it's really just understanding and relinquishing control and realizing that if they go out of your life, what's meant for you will never pass you by. Yeah. So. I love shadow work because um, one of the things that I realized that I had a friend of mine, uh, we were very close and we were talking all the time and all of a sudden it just shifted. And every time I would talk to him, I would get really annoyed. It was like, <laughs> you know, get, get that, that part of me that was yeah. coming in that I'm always like correcting and yelling and screaming and judging and doing all this stuff. And it made me feel so uncomfortable because around everybody else, yeah. I'm fine. And with that particular person, I'm this. And like you said, I realized I used to be that. Right, and that's that why person. it's making you uncomfortable. Right, and now I, that I worked on myself and now that I'm like in a place of peace, it's so easy to recognize. Yeah, you're like, you're like, wow, this is making me uncomfortable because I actually haven't healed that part of myself. I just like put it away in a suitcase yeah. somewhere and shipped it off to another country. But I now you're like you're, you're really healing it because you can't just repress. It, yeah. it comes back up eventually because our gift that the universe gives us is the ability to work through these things. It's not a punishment. <laughs> it's a gift. So um, if you would have one advice to give to the listeners right now today, and the people are mm -hmm. listening to you, they love what you're saying, and they feel that uh, between explaining the chakra, the shadow work, and the, the past and the present and the future, uh, what would your advice be for them to take and kind of apply today in their life and say, wow, that actually worked and changing my life? Not life to general, but just the feeling right. for them to be aware of that they need to work on something that they're struggling with. Yeah, my, my piece of advice would be to don't waste any more time, you know, completely um, commit to bettering yourself or not even bettering because I don't believe healing makes you, a, I say this in my videos, I don't think healing makes you a better person, right? Because if I say, well, I have to heal so I can be better, that means that our inherent worth is being affected. And as our birthright, our worth is never affected. We're always worthy. So right. by healing doesn't make us more worthy. We heal so that we can actually understand our emotions and process them and understand how to navigate in the world better. So my piece of advice is don't do it to become better for someone else. Do it to become closer to your true self, which is the most beautiful side of you. Um, so do it in the now. Don't waste any more time. Don't be afraid to ask others for you know guidance and help because that's what people are on this earth for. Um, community is a big thing um, when it comes to you know, the success of yourself and the fulfillment, take the time to discover who you are. There's no greater gift that you can give yourself than the gift of self-discovery and self-love. So beautiful said, Thank beautifully you. said. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that. I love that you said, just work on yourself. There's uh, healing is not that, that there's something wrong with you. You're not going to be, yeah, it won't make person. you better. Mm -hmm. You're already a better person. Just acknowledging that part of you. Yeah, because if we go into the healing journey saying, I need to be better, I need to be better, now we're creating a whole other wound, right? We're creating a wound of, I need to be better, and I'm not, I'm not already good in this moment. And right. that's a lie. You are worthy. You are the best ever. 
you just have things you have to work through, right? So don't don't heal because you think you got to be a better person. You're already better. Heal so that you can uncover more about yourself and process the emotions and feel more alive and healthy and wise in the present Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. So. so tell us about your program. How how one can work with you? What what are, what is your process of working with you? Right, so I'm currently in the process of um, creating some different webinars, creating some different online courses as a way to offer my um, guidance to a larger community mm -hmm. because, you know, one-on-one -on -one clients, um, as much as I love working with them and I will always have one-on-one, -on -one, I can only really change that one person in the moment. Right. And to have a greater impact on the collective is my goal. So I'm currently working on those, so I would say you know, my social medias, um, which I can send you or tag, um, my, Instagram it, yes, is my yes. yeah, she has it, um, is the best way to kind of just get those daily advice. Um, but I do have my one-on-one. -on -one, so I offer a single session, which is really just a deep dive into, you know, what's going on into the subconscious kind of scratches that surface level of the chakras and what I think could be beneficial for you to work with. So it's highly transformative, gives you a lot of answers. But the benefit to working in my month or my three month program is the accountability that comes along with it. Mm. It's the deeper dive into each area for a longer extended period of time. So I see great success with my clients in that way. And we really dive into the chakras, the shadow. I kind of am able to spend longer with each session, kind of giving it to uh, each part, dedicating each thing to a longer amount of time, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So, so your one session is just uh, like, like I said before, kind of like pinpoint what area, but pinpoint what area? Because some people come right. to me, they're like, I know I'm unhappy, but I have no idea why. Right, right, right. right and right, so, right. or it's just like, yeah, I just want help understanding this one part of myself. You know, it's it's really now if you're coming to me with a whole thing, laundry list of like, this is really what's happening to me. This is a lot. This is a lot. Of course, you're going to get something out of my single sessions, but to do my longer, my month or my three months, you really get that accountability that keeps you, you know, accountable for that change. But it allows for deeper uncovering of, you know, different parts of yourself for a longer period of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, the way I, as I'm listening to you, it's great that one session is, is, is working with them, but a month would be something to for people that are like not familiar with this type of work would be a great to just start with you and then right. to get to know themselves a little bit. But that doesn't mean that they're complete and they don't, their work is done. It's just that a lot of people never, you know, never work with coach or never thought that they needed somebody. Yeah. But I think that yeah. one month is really good introduction for themselves as well as getting Absolutely. to know you as willing to kind of like trust themselves that, okay, this process is going, but really um, this three months is where you can really go deep and then be like, okay, this is what it is. And even after that, I hope you come up with a more longer program oh, and yeah. they can stay mm -hmm. with you longer because like you said, self-love, self-care, self-worth and all of that, it's just not one month or three months. It's like no, for it's a lifetime. Not. Yeah. So it's for life. And that's what I'm working on too, is an accountability program. Cause I have some people who finish my month or my three months. And they're like, okay, I've gotten a lot of my answers, but now I just need someone to keep keeping me accountable for longer. Which is very so, important. Yes. Which is very important. So I'm, I'm creating, um, I'm creating that as well. But you know, healing, and I will say, I never say in my program, okay, after a month with me, you're healed, you're good to go. But what you will walk out of there with is a greater understanding, and you'll be in a much better right. place than where you started. Right, right. And so it's really taking the ability to 
you know, learn our healing is different for everybody. And I will say we get very impatient saying, God darn it. I thought I healed this part of me. Why is this happening again? But you know, if you have a trigger that comes up in your life after you think you've healed, that means you haven't healed yet. That trigger's popping up because there's still parts that need to be worked on. So don't get impatient with yourself, you know, offer compassion. Our journeys are different. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love this this industry and I love that what you do is because people should look at it as in like, you know, I, let's go to exterior, just to give people an example, a vision of how this work is that if you want to lose weight, you know, you don't lose weight in a one month. You don't, I mean, you do some right. one or two pounds, but not really the, the target I, you know, number that you want. Uh, but then even if you do, if you do lose that weight and if you are eating healthy, you want to make that a life uh, time habit. Sure. And you want to continue going to the gym. You continue wanting to eat healthy. You continue wanting to hydrate yourself and continue want to sleep good. So this is similar to that, except that it's not visible to people to see it. And they think that, oh my God, I got to get the result. I got to get the result. But yeah, even right. if you feel fantastic, it. you still continue need to be with someone that can always, you know, like a kind of yeah. gym thing, you know? That's why, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm teaching you these tools. So even when we're not working together as much or when we decide to spend some time, you know, where you're not working with me, you, you understand I'm teaching you about chakras. I'm teaching you about shadow work. So it's like you're getting lessons out of it too. And I give homework assignments, you know, things that I want you to do each week that kind of help you to keep up with that self-care. But yeah, you have to, you have to continue it. I get people asking me, my clients, oh, so how did you, how'd you heal? How, so you're just good now? I'm like, no, I'm not just good. <laughs> I have, no, no, I'm not some Buddha sitting up on a, you know, yeah. hill now I'm like, oh good, no. I'm like, I still yeah. meditate. I have to do my thing every day. Every but, day, yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. To show up yes. for my clients uh, and for my family and partner. I can't, I can't let that go. So. Absolutely. It's part of, it's a lifetime thing that, yep. that you should really implement in your life. Oh um, yeah. So, um, do you have something when, when people come, do you have like a clarity call, free clarity call or something? Okay, good. Cause... So I have a discovery call. Yep. And okay. I actually, it's a, it's a $5 charge. And what I've noticed with the $5 discovery call charge is it keeps you accountable for that appointment. Okay. Um, it actually allows you to feel like, Hey, okay, I'm committing myself to something. I'm not just going to, you know, say, okay, oh crap. There, there's something behind the science of if I even have to pay a dollar, right? People feel like, okay, I paid that dollar. I have to go. Sure. There's something there with it. So I noticed greater success and nobody's, nobody's ever said, I'm not paying $5 for this. It's like 30 minutes of us talking just like this and really understanding what I can help you with. So. Yeah. Trust me. She's not going to get a rich for by giving you $5. <laughs> no, no, you'll appreciate it because I swear it keeps people. I've had like nobody cancel these because of that. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. I believe yeah, you. No. We have, I have the same process of thinking, do you know how many people like didn't show up? And I'm like, darn, you know, I know. I, it's so terrible. Um, I know. I'm like, I can help you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nicole, it was such a pleasure having you oh, here. And such this was a an pleasure. amazing conversation. I love that you educating people and you bringing people awareness to themselves. Thank you. I love what I do. And I, I love that I can, you know, show up for the collective and humanity this way. It's definitely my life purpose and what I'm meant to do. So I'm here for you. It's my, it's my duty in this lifetime to, to take care of you. So. And you are great at it. So ladies Thanks. and gentlemen, <laughs> follow her on her Instagram, find her on all of social media. We will be listing yeah. it under this podcast and, uh, 
uh, book a call. Book a call. You have nothing to lose but five dollars, and you that spend that on a coffee, anyways. <laughs> yes, and I promise you that'll be the best five dollars. Uh, yes. like, oh, I actually understand some things, right? Right. So, yeah. Just nothing to lose. Right. Right. Just to, just to get introduced with your own true self. I think is absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Valerie. You've listened to Real Talk with your host, coach, and speaker, Valerie Malone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also like Valerie's coaching packages and online programs available on her website, ValerieMalone.com. On her blog, you'll also find free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve the quality of your life and business. Take a look at ValerieMalone.com.